Hello everybody, this is Nurse Anna coming to you from nursestudy.net. Today we're going to be going over acute respiratory distress syndrome, also known as ARDS or ARDS. So acute respiratory distress syndrome, ARDS, happens when the alveoli in the lungs, which are the tiny air sacs in the lungs, build up with fluid. And if there's more fluid in the lungs, this means that there's actually less oxygen or O2 circulating in your body. Now once this happens, your vital organs are not getting adequate amounts of oxygen to function correctly. ARDS, A-R-D-S, usually occurs with patients who are already critically ill or have had some significant trauma and or injury. The main symptom of ARDS is severe shortness of breath and this symptom can usually occur within hours or days after the initial trauma has occurred. Unfortunately, the survival rate with ARDS is low. The survival rate is usually dependent upon the degree of illness or the level of trauma that was suffered. Even when patients recover from ARDS, there's actually a chance they will have some residual damage to the lungs. Signs and symptoms. Well, depending on the severity and cause, along with any other pre-existing factors, the signs and symptoms of ARDS can vary in severity. But these are some of the signs and symptoms you will see or may see. Rapid or labored breathing, severe shortness of breath, confusion and extreme fatigue, hypotension, which is another word for low blood pressure. Causes. The basic cause of ARDS is that the tiny air sacs in the lungs, again the alveoli, have filled with fluid. Now this stops the blood from being oxygenated. There is a membrane that usually keeps the fluid within the vessels and not in the alveoli, but when there is an inflammation that was caused by initial illness or trauma, this will actually prohibit that membrane from functioning adequately and allows fluid to leak into the alveoli. Now here are some of the common causes of ARDS, ARDS, sepsis. Sepsis is the most common cause of ARDS. This is because there is major infection in the bloodstream, major trauma, head, chest trauma. These injuries can damage a part of the brain that is responsible for breathing and or damage that can be done by direct traumatic injury, such as a car accident. Inhalation of toxic substances, smoke or chemicals in high concentrations can cause ARDS. Aspirating, which is inhaling emesis, can also lead to ARDS. Pneumonias. If a pneumonia is severe enough, especially if it affects all five lobes of the lungs, well, you can imagine that ARDS can develop. Complications. ARDS can have some long-lasting complications. Now, some of these complications include a pneumothorax, which is a collapsed lung, which may occur from the use of a ventilator, as the tidal volume and pressure used in those vent settings can force the lung, which is already compromised, to collapse. Pulmonary fibrosis. Scarring of the lung tissue may occur from the illness, which stiffens the lung tissue and actually will impede oxygen flow from the alveoli into the bloodstream. Infections. Ventilators make it very easy for germs to travel into the body. Blood clots. 
This is due to decrease the mobility usually, and this can predispose a patient to DVTs and pulmonary embolisms. Now we do have a podcast on pulmonary embolism, so be sure to check it out. Abnormal lung function. It can actually take up to two years for patients with a history of ARDS to fully recover and have normal lung function. If at all, they may not completely recover. And unfortunately, some may require supplemental oxygen at home. Tests. Arterial blood gases are done to check the oxygen levels and other levels in the blood. A chest x-ray will be done to see how much of the lung is affected. And this will also let the physician see if the heart is getting enlarged. A CT scan is just more detailed information about the heart and lungs than the chest x-ray. Your standard blood test, a CBC, a CMP to assess for infection and electrolyte imbalances. An EKG to see how the heart is functioning and to see if any cardiac arrhythmias are present or maybe developing. Echocardiogram to see if the structures in the heart itself are being affected. Treatments and medications. Oxygen. Oxygen, supplemental oxygen will need to be delivered either by cannula, mask, or ventilator depending on the patient's level of illness. Fluids. Now this has to be monitored very carefully. The patient will need fluids. However, you need to be careful not to overload the patient with fluids because this can build up into the lungs, which is our initial problem in the first place. Medication. Antibiotics to fight infections pain medications to relieve discomfort, sedatives, especially if they're on a ventilator, and anticoagulants to prevent those blood clots. So we hope this review on ARDS was helpful. This is Nurse Anna. Visit us on nursestudy.net for more information on pathophysiology topics. Have a great day.